0: I was today years old when I realized that conflict didn't have to be so bad. I ran away from conflict thinking that maybe the calm would deter people from showing up in ways that were scary for me until I came to the realization that I am the one with the issue and the trigger. I had to acknowledge that there were some things that I had to work through and that I had to do in order for me to be a better me. And what I learned through many different situations that even though it showed up as being a conflict, it came to be a resolution. One of the major things that I recognized about myself is that I don't like conflict. I've known it for a long time. It is a triggering thing for me. I hate to see two people arguing. I hate to see people arguing or disagreeing in public. And I really hate public shame or ridicule. Those things for me really just like set my anxiety to another level. On one end, it is a great thing because I've always been like the medium when it came to conflict with family and friends. And I was always the one to employ some sense of like, Congruence coming together and dealing with the issue. I'm great at that. But on the other end of it, as I recognize within myself, I can give a sense of calm to people. But when there are issues that are uh, that of a conflict, I realized that I don't like it and I tend to shy away from it by the means of just walking away and saying, one minute, let me think about this. In a friendship where there is an issue and it needs to be resolved, I mean, it can be something simple and it seems as if the person on the other end is riled up. For me, I'm still kind of being calm and I'm I'm gauging the other person. And once the elevation of what I feel like is anger or disappointment becomes you know, seem to me, I sit there and I take it in and we talk about it to a certain point. But when it gets to where it's elevated, I'll say, not right now. Like, let's talk about this later. Let's not ignore the issue. But I'm not ready to talk about it because it gets heightened again, thinking that I was doing so in a safe space, honoring myself, but not necessarily honoring That person, and this is why this video is called Conflict is a Good Thing, and sometimes you gotta show out. I realized in a friendship with a very dear friend of mine, she mentioned that to me. How though she loves the fact that I can be calm when conflict arrives, I can't really take it. And she uses as an example that there was a certain situation that between the two of us we had and she wanted to talk about it right then. And I didn't want to talk about it because I seen the way that she was acting. Really, the situation was about a group of us as friends. And she felt as if I was taking the side of the third friend, which I wasn't. Now, it brought some form of contention with the two of us because She was getting upset and I wasn't ready to talk about it because I feel most people can't talk calmly when they are upset. So I disengage when we talked about the situation later, of course, because I put the one finger up like let's let's revisit this later type of thing. She talked to me and told me that she had so much anger built up towards me because I put her on hold and I didn't. Immediately put two and two together. And many times in my head, I thought, again, I was doing the right thing, but also being aware that some people deal with conflict differently. So in my honesty, I shared with her, it is triggering for me to see people get upset and wound up with things that I don't get wound up about. I can stay calm, but I recognize that in certain situations, you can't. And by default, I faulted you for that because you were not able to stand firm and still and calm in that place where I could. And so I shunned you away. That was big for me, because even though me and this person can always talk out our problems, It was a resolution that I had to come to terms with with myself and acknowledging that everybody is different. But on the other end of that, I realized also that because we didn't talk about certain things, even beyond that certain situation, I had some reserve and some things that I had been holding in about her and I didn't speak on it. So when we had the opportunity in a calm space to talk about what was going on from that situation with the third friend and this one, I realized that we had an opportunity to be open. And so I told her about the things that I felt about her and how sometimes she can jump the gun with certain situations or she can act up. We always have that one friend that's about about it. Right. They are. You mess with me. You mess with any of my friends. Like I'm up there. I'm I'm doing the whole thing. And that is my friend. I love her for that, but it sometimes can be embarrassing. And so I shared that with her again. We were in a space of calm and so we were able to talk and she said, I never knew that that was a problem with you. And I recognized in that moment, I wasn't doing my friend due diligence by being honest with her because again, I was stepping away from conflict. Conflict is necessary in order to come to a conclusion. Conflict is necessary also because it pushes us to reach ourselves in places in which sometimes we stifle. And I realized that about myself. Sometimes we feel as if our way is the only way and it makes sense and why would it not because all of these things are in our mind and it seems to work for us but when it becomes apparent for other people that it isn't working for them this is when we have to fiddle back and start to think about this thing. I tell you now that I am building this form of self-confidence with not being so triggered by anger, that I understand that anger is a response that everyone has. Though I was able to subdue my anger for so many years of my life, I also understood that it was a coping mechanism that a lot of the things that I seen people do in my life was angry. And because I hated it so much, I told myself that I would never show up that way, and so I didn't. But I also missed an important piece, which was understanding that all conflict is not bad. And in order to come out with some form of resolution, there may have to be a back and forth. I want to leave you with this that is important because, again, everyone is different. And um, if this resonates with you, if you are that type of person who kind of let things go over and you give people grace and you take a moment to yourself to reassess yourself in your thinking because you don't want to walk into conflict, I'll say this. You can still have respect for someone and they can still have respect for you during conflict. It doesn't mean that you immediately lose their respect and vice versa. When anger hits you, when it bellows deep and it comes out, watch how you communicate with people. Watch your words. Be very thoughtful about what is about to come out. Again, in our anger, sometimes we say things that may be wrapped in honesty, but it comes out so horribly. Let's be attentive to that. The last of that is that even when people appear to be angry, they may not be angry. For my friend, she tends to get loud whenever she has something to say. And I took that as anger because that is what I had seen for so many years. So that triggered me. She wasn't necessarily angry. She was shouting because in her life, she felt like she was never heard. That was her way in communicating and that was just the way it was. So when we had that talk and we had that revelation that that is the way in which we communicate and that's how things are. I understood my friend more, but if we had not had that conversation due to conflict, I would have never known that that is the way in which my friend communicates and it's not being angry. Many times the way we communicate with each other is Underlined in the way in which it has been presented to us, and it's not necessarily good and it's not necessarily bad. But when we get to a place in which we can talk about it and understand each other, we realize that sometimes it's not so bad. I also want to encourage you again, and I always say this because I feel like I'm a recovering um, yes girl <laughs> to always honor yourself. I I feel like I can't say that enough because it is so important, but to always honor yourself by speaking your honesty whether it is a no or a yes. And last, to close this whole thing out when it comes to conflict. Sometimes it's okay to meet a person right where they are and to hash it out. Even if it comes out in anger, even if you are hurt about it, one of the things that I realize is that honesty is freeing. It really is. At least I know where we stand. Honesty in conversations is is freeing as well. Like I use as an example with my friend. I learned so much about her. I want to encourage you to keep developing, keep growing, keep being self-aware of some things that you're struggling with. Bring it to the table, write it down and do the work. Rewire your way of thinking. And also, whenever we're doing this growth, whether it's self-development, you are trying to improve your mental health, self-care walking through this life and being intentional that you gravitate to the things that are going to honor you and that you're not going back so if you're here i want you to tap in i want you to uh hit the like button all right think about subscribing and um this Uh, Video is also going to be on my audio podcast, Season Dialogue with Lisa Marie. So you can tap in and listen to it as well. I'm glad you're here. I love having these talks because it shows us how real we really are. You know, many people are afraid to be honest and vulnerable. But for me, this is healing and it helps so much. And I know so many people can resonate with what's being said. All right. So this is the end. I'm letting it go. All right, y'all. Peace.